throughout time, thousands and thousands of years, we have repeated history again and again. And it's usually the negative history that we've repeated. I laugh, but I don't think it's funny. You know, John the Baptist actually asked Jesus if he was actually the one that they were waiting for. And he, he said, art thou he that should come or do we look for another? Isn't that pretty profound, right? We tortured the man right up until the moment of his death. He was on that cross. I think if I remember correctly, he was on that cross for nine hours, not including the time that he had to walk the streets with the cross on his back or the time or the amount of time before that, where he was tortured as well. But on the cross, he was there for nine hours. And we as humans tortured him until that very last breath. And the reason I bring this up and the reason I'm a little solemn right now is because I've actually gone through a lot in the last five years. And what I found was it was the people that I loved and the people that I um, helped throughout the years that actually I found turned their back on me and shared like with each other things that um, either were unnecessary or harmful or um, just put me in a really bad position, really bad, really scary. You know, and these are things that I would never have done to them, not in a million years. And I know that there's a few that, that think that, you know, it, that what they did was not that bad. Think again. It has been. You know, Joseph in the Bible had a dream and he, he shared his dream with his brothers in his, uh, you know, we could say friends, whatever the case may be. I mean, if you're going through something right now, if you're trying to do something better for your life, if you're trying and um, seeking to achieve something different or something more in life, you're inevitably going to hit, um, some brick walls. I mean, it's just bound to happen. But what you don't expect is how those brick walls are built by the people that you helped are built by the people that you loved and are built by the people that are supposed to love you. So don't be surprised by that. And now it won't happen to everybody, but it happens to quite a few, especially when you're going into massive change. So anyway, jo Joseph actually talked to his brothers about this, just this dream he had when he was sleeping and how um, his bales of hay, I think it was, were higher than, than his brothers and, um, you know, that his brothers were going to be, I think, bowing down to him. I'm not quite sure. I'm still learning the, you know, the stories of the Bible. But what I thought was interesting is that they became jealous and they became so jealous that they put him in... They physically actually took his robe off of him, um, just a regular robe, and he th they threw him into an empty cistern, which is something that holds water. So it's a large cistern and left him there, left him there to die and turned their back on him. C 
completely turned their back and walked away. And what happened was they went back to the father who loved Joseph very much, adored him, and listened to his to listen to their father crying out for for his son. And they still said nothing. They still kept it from him. What they had done. Now things turned out really well for Joseph, but the brothers didn't expect it that 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 would happen. And what in the end, Joseph actually treated them very well, very decently, but he didn't have to, you know, um, and, and Jacob also in the story of the Bible. Now this is thousands and thousands of years ago, but Jacob, um, played a game with his father and to steal his brother's blessings, Esau's blessings. And, um, and what was to me, what, and, and this is, stop for a second, because this is what bothers me. This is a woman that we're looked to as being a hero in the Bible. But really what happened was she helped, um, she helped Jacob get one over on the father and take Esau's blessings, her son's blessings, her eldest son's blessings. And with Rebecca's help, she helped devise this plan where Jacob would put on, you know, this kind of animal fur to uh, mimic Esau's uh, skin because he had very hairy skin and just all this stuff that, that helped Jacob to actually succeed at taking his brother's blessings from his father. And I just can't help but think that we're still doing that today. People are still walking over each other instead of helping each other up. People are still backstabbing each other rather than walking in the world with love in their heart and say, how can I help? What do you need? What's next? I think that I don't know whether it will ever change. I hope it does. I do. I hope that, you know, it might be too late for me, but it's not for others. And I would say that if you're listening to this and you're going through things, you know, express your express what's going on with you and ask people to help. Um, I didn't do that. Well, I did. I did actually quite a few times, but it didn't really, wasn't really clear. Um, you know, and, and so I would just say, you know, be really clear on what you're doing, what you need, um, and how people can help you and, uh, and let them do that. Let them help you. I guess I would just say, like I started, you know, I think it's amazing how we continue to repeat history again and again and again, and we don't actually learn the lessons from that history. And I think it's important that we learn the lessons from the story of the Bible and, and do something opposite of that. Because the things that when people are acting immorally or um, disrespectfully, whatever the case is, if you go against the Ten Commandments and you are um, 
not walking a righteous path, not walking in love, bad things are going to happen. They're going to happen to you. It's inevitable. It's all through the Bible. And you would think that, you know, as a government or as a single person, whatever, it both apply. The Bible is there to tell us a story so we can learn from it, but we don't. We don't learn. I don't know. I guess I would just say, I want to leave you with something because Jesus said, as it's written actually in John 16, 33, that in me, ye might have peace. I give you this warning as another proof that I know all things and to the end that ye may look to me alone for peace and happiness. And I'm, I've done that. I've turned to Jesus and I've turned to the body of Christ and it's brought more blessings in my life than I can even explain, uh, both, you know, personally and professionally, which has been phenomenal. Um, you know, I just, I would say to you to get to understand your history, understand our history collectively and how that plays out in where we are currently in the world, right? Where we're in the middle of the, the prophecies of the New Testament. I mean, if you can't see that, I'm, I'm not sure where you're looking because it's so prominent. And I guess I would also just say, you know, those that, that do evil will wither just like green plants. They, they will soon die away, it says in the Bible. So try, try to do better. Try to not harm people through your jealousy and your ego. It's time to drop the ego. It's time to drop the jealousy. Your jealousy isn't going to get you further um, on your path. It's actually, you know, maybe you'll you'll have some small wins. You know, you might be able to be some somewhat strategic and, and win some little battles. But in the end, this negativity, this, this nasty behind the scenes jealousy and control and ego, like how can they do something that I can't do and why are they any better than I am? It's not going to do you any favors. In fact, it's going to do the opposite. See, I mean, even, even that kind of stuff has been in the Bible and it is in the Bible. So in Psalms 41, 7 through 12, it says this, and I found this really um, meaningful to, to what I have been going through for the last few years. But it says, all my enemies whisper together against me. They imagine the worst for me, saying a vile disease has afflicted him or her. He will never get up from the place where he lies or she. <laughs> Even my close friend, one who should share, one who shared my bread has turned against me. But may you have mercy on me, Lord. Raise me up that I may repay them. I know that you are pleased with me, for my enemy does not triumph over me. Because my, of my integrity, you uphold me and set me in your presence forever. And I, I, I just think that that's amazing that 
all of the things that I have experienced, I can find strategically throughout the Bible, you know, when I'm really looking at it. And, and it gives me the peace to know that no matter what happens, no matter what my enemies have tried to, to do, there is salvation for my soul. There is salvation for my path, that there's peace in my path because I'm doing the right things. I'm trying to stay righteous. I'm trying to, to um, honor other people. I'm trying to respect other people, whether it be people being a corporation or people being a person. Um, and when you do that, you can't go wrong. Not really. You might still stumble and people are, still are able to, you know, turn the trash cans upside down in your life and, you know, mix things up and make things uh, awkward or difficult. But in the end, God's got you. You know, when you're, when you're trying to do the right thing, God sees that. And I would just say, keep going. Keep doing the right thing. Don't let them... Um, bring you down. Don't let their, their negativity get in your head and take over because it's not worth it. It's absolutely not worth it. When you can look yourself in the mirror and you can say that you did the best you could and you did what you believed was morally and correct, then you're not doing anything wrong. And God will see that. And that's really all you have to worry about in these days is the end time when you have to answer to God and so do they. So keep going. Keep doing the right thing.